and welcome to The Relevance of Now with William Linville. My name is Michael Connell. I'll be your host. Hey, William. Hey, Michael. How are you, my good friend? Doing really wonderful. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, having a lot of fun, watching everything go through such a beautiful purification globally, physically, mentally, emotionally, with all the bread of humanity and all the undercurrent hype and fire, fear and paranoia coming up, being resolved, dissolved, basically burnt out of their one's consciousness to start to take off the mass, a step out of the fog to see what truly is. Yes. And as we were chatting about what's presenting lately for your clients and humanity, you wanted to bring up, because it's relevant to now, the topic of experiencing freedom through perceived planetary and financial disarray. And you had mentioned to me that a number of clients uh, throughout the world are experiencing these different fears and what's really going on for them. If you break it down to the bare minimum, to the cost core reckoning effect, it's that everything for your brother humanity that's been considered, quote, normalcy. From you get up in the morning, you expect the weather to be this way, that way, or the other way. You go to your nine to five job. You go to the grocery store, whatever, whatever you do. Well, all of that is being broken down pattern-wise and have a lot of humor with it. Like, wouldn't it be awesome to wake up in the middle of July and it's snowing? I mean, it's like one of those things that you you don't think about. You're not sitting back here analytically or egoically becoming so conditioned by of expectation. And I've watched this also with the animal kingdom a lot. We have uh, kitty cats and they'll start to shed. Like it'll start to go through an old pattern of, okay, this is what happens. That's what happens. But then they'll might as well super glue their hair back on because the next day, the weather, temperature, everything else is totally different. So it's really thrown biology into a little bit of a twister. But yet how beautiful it is. And it's why you hear me share so much about Christmas. You know, not about paganism or religion, more about every day is so exciting. You wake up anticipating or you wake up in celebration with all the gifts this day has to offer. Beyond like a tree and all the commercialized stuff, you wake up to you as the crystallized state of consciousness, you as what I'd call the Christ consciousness, which what that really means is not about a person. It's about that level of consciousness of pure light, pure unconditional love, pure clarity, pure understanding, and pure compassion and passion without any sort of ups and downs, back and forth. It's like a driving force, which is you right here, right now, in the relevance of the now, where literally that's where everything exists, your eternal nature, optimal health and well-being homeostasis, the stuff that creates breakdowns has everything to do with the ego levels, with the fear levels, with the stress levels, which are created by the ego and emotional levels. But isn't that kind of awesome where you sit back right here, right now, 
Shut your eyes and focus your eyes towards the third eye. And where we go into, you know, just feeling, becoming aware. There's not a good feeling or a bad feeling, so let's not judge it. So right now, you just are experiencing whatever you're experiencing right here, right now. And now, let's take a breath, in through the nose, down through the lower tummy, hold, and now just exhaling or a deep sigh, letting all that buildup of energy within yourself, top would carry water, all the other stuff that you've been experiencing on and on, just taking a breath, and now just having a deep sigh, Ah, letting it all be done. Because it's no longer existing right now. Isn't it amazing how right here, right now, everything is fine? Right here, right now, everything's taken care of. Right here, right now, you have more than enough abundance. You have more than enough costumes. You have more than enough oxygenation. Right here, right now, literally, specifically, for everyone on this planet, absolutely everything right here, right now, is always provided for and will always be provided for. What I heard you say is that at the core of people's future fears is just expecting it to be the way it was. Let's talk about, you know, financial. Um, There's cryptocurrencies now and people are fearing that their money system is going to break down or uh, their house is going to burn down or get flooded or all these things that they're seeing around that could happen to them is totally different than any time they perceived before this. Of course, all that doesn't exist because it's all about the future. Exactly. And right now, you're not in the future. Right now, you have all these projections into the future based from the past. All of these assumptions from what you're identifying, you're seeing, you're identifying and buying into with everything going on around you, watching everyone else go into panic, go into fear. So therefore, you go into panic, you go into fear. But you see, that has nothing to do with you. It's kind of interesting, right? Because you look at the mass collective. And I look at even with COVID, the media, if there was no media, if there was no cell phones and all that fun stuff at one time, when COVID Well, when they first gave it its name, can you imagine, Michael, if that never left the docks in China or wherever? This is a great example of the mass collective consciousness. So if it stayed right there, it would have never left that part of China. It would have never left anywhere because it's not about even at that point an actual viral It's about the fear of the viral from mass media. And I'm all for media. There's a time in a space where everything is beneficial. Then you look at the messages. Okay, if they came on and say, yeah, so-and-so got some kind of virus way over in Wuhan or wherever, Belgium, Africa. And you say, if they just really just said, all right, you know, yeah, that's what happened. Okay, well, let's all send them love and it's all good. Without, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, we're all going to die. All this fear, emotion, panic, right there in their solar plexus, right in their abdomen. And then they start being a soothsayer. They have that thought, then they start spreading that thought. And then others spread that thought, then others spread that thought. 
and then others express that thought on and on and on to where now we have a whole web, a whole net of fear. Now looking at the mass collective, going all the way back through consciousness alters matter. Yeah, we have all these consciousnesses going into an angst. Now, it's not enough to create the actual reality, but all this consciousness from mass collective levels coming together, coming together, coming together, everyone grasping onto that one thought that grew and grew and grew and grew and grew to potentially create a potentialized outcome from the one dear one that had that thought that went into fear, anxiety, and panic started spreading it. So now we have it all over the globe until we come right back to you. And I'll call it you. I'll call it common sense as well. Everything is jamming right here, right now, in the relevance of the now. Everything literally for each and every dear one on this planet, period. Animal, plant, everything else. Oceanic realms, everything is fine right here, right now. You have enough. You have enough oxygen. You have enough abundance for right here, right now. Maybe not for eight years from now. But eight years from now, it's just a little fantasy that is not real right here, right now. But yet, right here, right now, isn't it amazing as we all step back from everything? Where we can take a breath, look around us. I mean, really, look around us. Look around your home. Look around where you're sitting. If you're in a car, great. Look at all the stuff going on inside your car, but also outside the car. Right now. Isn't everything really taken care of? Maybe not all your wants and desires, but remember, wants and desires, that goes back into the linear time continuum of tomorrow, the next day, the day after that, blah, blah, blah. But it also comes from a certain level of lack, as though you're not healthy, whole, and complete right this moment. But this is where, in this moment, let's just take a breath right there. Let's even feel the pores, the flesh even feeling yourself emanating through the flesh right now. See, now as we're right here right now, we're going into eternity where everything is absolutely fine and divine right now. You're looking at all this stuff around you going on outside of yourself. But right now, isn't it interesting how you're not a part of it, but yet you're above it? Right. It strikes me how important it is to build a relationship with this part of us, our true self, that is this presence, that is this quietness. Because there are real decisions, uh, especially in a relationship, where one spouse might want to do one thing based on the circumstances and another spouse might be coming from our fear. And so there are decisions to be made And the best place to make them from is our true self. And can you comment on that? Yeah. If we bring yourself, even with your partner, sitting on the sofa, recliner, on the balcony, porch, whatever, let's just be right here with them, or maybe even on a walking trail, out of the midst of all the mass collective thought forms, where we can sit with them, look in the eyes, heart to heart. And share with them, okay, this is what I see right here, right now. This is what I'm aware of right here, right now. Asking them the same question. 
taking a breath together. If you want, put your hand on their heart, their hand on your heart. This is where right now we're breaking energy with the world and really coming together heart to heart. Not, not preoccupied by all of these different but yet colorful opinions. Because opinions, you know, it's interesting. Opinions are different than feeling. Opinions are other belief systems. They're based in whatever journey that everyone's been through, experienced. But yet, they weren't clear. They weren't pure. So now we're bringing all of that to the forefront. And say, you know, sweetheart, how do you feel about this? And I'm asking because I care. I'm asking because I love you. I'm asking because whatever you say, however you say, it really matters to me in my heart. Now, we take a breath together. We open up together. We express together. But yeah, it doesn't mean we're always going to agree. Your journey is your journey. Their, their journey is their journey. But the whole point of heart to heart is where now we become closer, if not completely on the same team, and really feeling that love as a companion, as a team member. They may want to get inoculation. You may not. Great. Namaste. Have a blast. So if you don't get it, more power to you. If you do get it, more power to you. But that's all mental jargon and emotional jargon based in opinionation. Now, Let's look together again. Okay, you know what, sweetheart, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Africa on a safari? Do you want to go to Toronto, Canada? Do you want to go to Belgium, Venice, Portugal? Okay, now let's sit together. Let's look at what is required or not to go there. You know, we pack our bags, we get a plane ticket. Hop the plane, we get off at the destination or the car, however, accommodates you. But yeah, once again, it's not me versus you. It's about we. But it's also a hearing, acknowledging, and honoring where your partner's coming from and for them too, honoring where you're coming from. Now, we're still on the same team, heart to heart. If it's a financial decision, great. Let's once again do the same thing and look at our reasoning. Do we want to make this investment? And, you know, literally, why? If I make an investment, I'm saying I want to support something that's going on outside of myself, or in this case, outside of ourselves as a couple. And one may agree, one may disagree. So you sit there, you share how you feel, you ask for them to share the same. Then it's kind of like we put the investment in front of you both side by side. But now we can see it together side by side, not me, not you, but we. And we look at it to decide together, where are we coming from? Are we coming from fear, poverty, scarcity? Or are we coming from, hey, this is something I really want to support? Not just about a money-making game. When you're sitting here, right here, right now, you're like snapping out of the fog. You're snapping out of linear contemplation on and on and on. We're stepping out of strategies. We're stepping out of all this stuff. What I find so humorous is the more that we are right here, right now, in the relevance of the now, uh, mark my words, universally, creator consciously, manifestationally, your manifest levels, your angelic, archangelic, ascended host realms, the whole universe and beyond can now get to work with bringing, whether it's abundance, whether it's an intimate, loving relationship with the heart, once you get rid of all your conditions, because conditions... It's another fancy word for blockages. 
I would say if I have a preference, great. So this or something better, but we're not polarizing it. We're not putting it into a tiny little box of how the ego says it has to be. It's an open heartedness of what, when, where, and how we wish to support. You've been sharing about feeling more freedom through this perceived disarray and the lack of normalcy based on history. And is there something additional you'd like to share about that to assist us all in feeling that freedom? Yes. I'm going to give a real example. A year ago, last Easter, that Easter evening, we were getting ready for dinner. We were hosting my sister-in-law. Everything was cooked. Everything was good to go. And then whoosh, out of nowhere, came seven tornadoes right through our area. The next morning, it looked like a total just, I mean, seriously, I compare it to like Afghanistan after or Pakistan after all the bombs went off. Because that's exactly what it looked like through town, exactly what it looked like when you're driving to the store. And that's even if they're open, running over power lines in the street. Now, I compare it to that because, yeah, we can all get swept away in the hype and woe is. We can get swept away in empathy, sympathy. We can get swept away in victimization. But what I find really ironic, even on our street, there was damage. Neighbors' houses, balconies, you know, things happen. But what I find ironic, there was no damage to our home whatsoever. Not even in the yard, for that matter, not even the trees. But yet, it came right through the neighborhood. Now, what I'm sharing right now, I want you to feel that power. Not ego, domination, blah, blah, blah. But how much more wide awake and fully alert by being in the relevance of the now, for one, is total immunity. For two, without action or reaction, you're flowing with everything. So, okay, the wind's blowing really hard in a circle and running through the city, running through the town, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, this is where it becomes interesting, right? Because, okay, I see it. I'm aware of it. I'm not running and hiding and going into scarcity mode of what if, what if, what if. Which leaves you in a position of being totally immune to it all. Now, it was a purification, literally, of the old paradigm, a purification, literally, of the old biblical belt of consciousness here in the South of the United States. It was a purification of the magnetics, a purification to bring new life, new energy into the area. And also, bigger than that, it was so heart-touching to watch how many dear ones' hearts actually opened up due to that. Neighbors help neighbors. They let go of their biases, prejudices, their political issues. And it was really dear ones opening their heart to one another. Now, we look at fires. We look at floods. We look at hurricanes, tornadoes, and earthquakes, and you know all this other stuff, right? But isn't it interesting, when you're right here right now with it all, is how you flow untouched, untainted by anything that's happening outside and around you. Because right now, 
you're wide awake, fully alert. You're completely connected with the real you, all of you. So in that vein, yeah, you have a whole funnel cloud around you protecting you from any disarray. And giving you a more true intelligence in choosing what to do next. Yeah, it's called divine intellect. You know, I I found this really interesting. A dear one was driving his little Porsche car super fast, probably 90, 100 miles an hour, and ran into the back of a um, semi-trailer, truck and trailer, went underneath the bottom. But yet, that sounds catastrophic and all that. Now, I'm not encouraging anyone to drink and drive, but it's a great example. The pleasure center of his brain was activated through the amount of alcohol that he took, which is kind of an example of he was so relaxed that he walked away from that crash physically. I don't encourage you know, going to that extreme, but it goes to show he was right then, right there in that moment. He didn't have all this excess thought form stimulation. But the same thing applies, right? What really creates harm to your body or to yourself? The fear and the judgment that leads to your body tightening up like a rock that is no longer flexible, no longer fluid. So, of course, things are going to break. Of course, minerals are going to become deficient. And, of course, you start being affected by the whole ideal of linear time continuum. And you start to affect the use of vitality chromosome that gives your body the appearance of premature aging. Wonderful, William. Thank you for that clarity and freedom and knowing that we always can connect to our true self in the now and see what presents for us next in what actions we can best take next under all circumstances. Yeah, I would like to bring one more thing up, Michael, which is a very literal example for the body and for yourself. You know, you look at why at times the body would like calcium magnesium or the body would like colloidal trace minerals or B-complex or sublingual B12, spirulina, veggie caps and everything else. Now, if we all came right here right now, connecting with yourself, feeling yourself through the body self, where you're not pulled this way, that way. You're not projecting your consciousness into the office or being tugged on by the kids, blah, blah, blah. Could you imagine how much less, if at all, your body would ever ask for any supplement or becoming a supplement junkie? My point here isn't about anti-supplements. I encourage everyone to take them if they require them or perceive they need them. But the point is, is what's burning all that stuff off out of your system in the first place that it, that it need to be replenished? What's affecting you through all this wear and tear in your mind, your body, your world that's burning off those elementals, those energies, iron, potassium, blah, 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 through your system. Now, I don't want to make it sound like we're living on cloud nine, but I want you to be very literal with yourself. What are we taking so serious and so personal when we're not present? And I say present being in the now, but then I will also add presence, 
which is you through the present, through the body. Because when you're right here, right now, I guarantee you, your body's creating, it even has the blueprint molecular structure to create these elements in your system without burning them off by default. Thank you, William. And thank you everyone for joining us. Please click subscribe. Join us for all the next upcoming Relevance of Now podcasts. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.